Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 12th of April, 2023. This is The Gap, episode 656. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gore is here. Job, I have to say something. Massive congratulations. Mm. Over the weekend, you became the uh, the world champion of Scissor Paper Rock. The world champion of Scissor Paper Rock. Oh my God. It was, uh, it was incredible. The scenes. The scenes. You wouldn't believe it. Nobody has ever seen such dominance. Yeah, they call you the Scissor King now. <laughs> that's, that's what they call me. Uh, I wanted to be called The Rock, but apparently that's taken. So uh, That was taken. I heard he's changing his name, so maybe he was like, whoa, oh. I, I have to change it. Oh, he, he found out. He heard. He heard about yeah. my dominance. That was pretty good. We were at the pub, and uh, they were doing this raffle thing. You get like a raffle ticket. And uh, we're buying a drink, yeah. You and for drink. some, for whatever fucking reason, we we were like twelve drinks in each. Yeah, that was that was the uh, stitch up. We had like, <laughs> yeah, like like Luke said, like fucking twelve fucking drinks in a piece, and yet we had like I don't know four fucking tickets, raffle tickets between, between us. us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at a table of like seven. Uh, I don't know how that happened, but anyway, um, my ticket came up. Go up there, they pull another ticket, some uh, British chick up the top area, and uh, they're yeah. like, oh, you gotta, you got to play scissors, paper, rock, paper, scissors, rock, whatever. And uh, then there was a, I don't know, fucking 15-minute long explanation of how fucking paper, scissors, rock works because everyone calls it different things. I call it Jankin, which is Alex Kidd shit, but uh, sure. there's also like... You know, do you call it scissors, paper, rock, paper, scissors, rock, rock, paper, scissors? Uh, yeah. Like, all of that. And then there was the how do you count it out? One, two, three, go. Or one, two, three. And and you go on three. Or uh, was it scissors, paper, rock, which is like yeah, a five like count. 18. Yeah, which is like insane. Yeah. Uh, what what was your wife's one? Your wife's one was like she wanted to say scissors paper rock, go, but then she would say it like scissors paper rock, but you only had a three count on the fuck, so you you, you skipped every beat like fucking <laughs> hell, like I can't fucking keep track of that shit. Yeah, it's too many rules out there. Oh my god, it needs to be a uh, definitive edition rules, right? Like it just needs to be laid out, right? And yeah, for for me, I reckon it's one, two, three, go. Uh, mm -hmm. That's how I've always done it. But uh, for this competition and against this uh, this British chick, uh, we did the five count. Uh, and I tell you what, I look this I look this broad dead in the eyes. Yeah, I saw deep into her soul, and then I fucking wiped the floor with her. Gave her the old fucking sweep. Yeah. You know why? Because it's the same sort of zone as when you play pool, right? Yeah. It's that sweet spot oh, where yeah. you've had, you haven't had too many because at this point we hadn't had too many. We were yeah. like in a, in the game and so everything slows down for you yeah. and you, you hit that peak. And so while she's doing the scissor, paper, rock thing, you're seeing it in slow-mo. Right. And so you can like pull the trigger yeah. and just boom her. Yeah. That's what it was. That's exactly what happened. That's 100% what happened. <laughs> And it was utterly brutal. So it was best of three. I walloped her on the two. And then she wanted to go sit down. I'm like, no, 
let's do let's let's go for the third one. Like made a stay for the indignation to find yeah. out the humiliation. And then because I won, I got to pick a card from this thing and that was, that was unclear, that rule. That came out of nowhere, this thing. They were like, we're going to win $1,500 worth of drinks or something. Yeah. Probably not drinks. I think it was food. Some sort of raffle draw. Yeah. Um, but they never, ex- and they're like, we're going to play Scissor Paper Rock or whatever. And they never explained there was a second section to it. Right. So I feel like you got bamboozled. Oh, 1,000%. I didn't know yeah. there was a, I didn't even know there was a fucking janking part to it. Like to, in my opinion, there were three things you I had to raffle. fucking win. I won the goddamn <laughs> raffle. Where's my goddamn money? But yeah. uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, and that was it. You know, too fucking good. See you later. I'm I'm the greatest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then they're like, oh, you need to throw a dart at the the wall, and the the whatever the dart hits is the card you get. And we're like, what the fuck is... Like, who made this game up? Right. And I'm like, it's down the bottom, Joe. Like, it's got to be somewhere down the bottom, right? Because think about it, right? Mm. If you're a, if you're a designer of this game and you're throwing darts at a board, you want to have it, like, somewhere that's not at eye level or arm throwing level. You want to put it somewhere down low right. or somewhere up high. Yeah. But that's where I... For whatever reason, I think you just threw it in the middle. No, they, they, didn't, they didn't get me to throw the dart at all. They, oh, they, what happened? Well, I think they were like these guys had too many trees. He's in the zone. This dude's too deep in the zone. He's, he'll kill us all. And so yeah. I'm like, just point to the card that you want. I'm like, all right, this one. And I uh, picked the wrong one anyway. So, oh well, I'm uh, yeah. I'm the champion of janking, not the champion of picking fucking cards. So uh, yeah, usually <laughs> when they ask you to one. pick a card, any card, right? Mm. They then show you that that was the correct card the whole time. Right. How do we know? They didn't fuck us with the, you know, the old jacks under there. Right. How Whatever it was. Show us, show us. Show us the fucking... Give us the deets. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. It was good. Uh, and, yeah. Now I can never be beaten. I'll never be defeated at Jankin again. It was all those Not years. that place. Like playing Alex Kid. <laughs> you know? Like taught me. Taught me how to yeah. read a person. And it was that that helped me develop the multi-pronged, like, Jankin, which uh, yeah. has become so popular even to this day. Like, everyone mm. loves multi-pronged Jankin, even though most people have a hard time fucking getting their head around it. How Didn't right. you go fucking pretty well at the multi-pronged? Yeah, I did. And then I had to sit out games and I'm like, well, this is horse shit. Right. I shouldn't have to sit out games. I sh- you should be having to defend two people. That's your fault, not mine. <laughs> what? You no, need to pick wisely. Weren't you rewarded by getting to sit out games? Wasn't that your no. reward? No, the other people should have to defend two people. Fuck them. How, how do they defend two people? They have to pick the right one that gets both. But that's you it, get that's a the easy bye way. week. This, 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 you you got week. to you went straight to the playoffs, mate. You didn't have to party. do the play-ins. <laughs> you're, you're like, I'm all momentum, baby. You're like, deal me into the play-ins. I want to fucking we'll lose the first play-ins. We'll play the next one, so we never stop fucking playing. You're the fucking yeah. You're out there like the fucking uh whoever they were today, the Timberwolves today, fucking doing your best to fucking lose so you can play the next mm-hmm. game. Desperately. Meanwhile, the Lakers were also doing their best. 
to lose. Have I? Yep. Have you not watched it yet? Oh, I've spoiled it. I, I watched it. Yeah, no, I I called that last play where he uh, AD fouled. Mm. Was it Mike Conley? Yeah. Um, like we were watching in the office, I was like, "Watch AD foul him on the three point line." <laughs> this is like 15 seconds before the play started. Uh, exactly what happens. Uh, yeah, I was watching it with my wife, and she's like, "Oh, so it's over?" I'm like, "Whoa, no, it's." it's- <laughs> It's not no. over. It can still go. You're horribly, horribly wrong yet. And then, yeah, fuck. I'll, I'll tell you what. He tried. He hit the backboard. He was like, I'll try to end this horribly, but they gave him an out. I thought it was over when uh, Bron like, like went hard into the paint and then passed it to Schroeder. I'm like, oh, fuck, for fuck's sake. And then Schroeder actually hit it. Hasn't hit yeah. a shot all fucking game. All Only the worst player on the fucking court is D'Lo, <laughs> and yeah. yet somehow he hits that one. Just he was a he got like twenty something points. We talking about whatever, fucking whatever. All of them from the line. Uh, well, he needed to throw him. He was like, "Hey, here's an assist because you fixed my leg." Uh, <laughs> so this is for Germany. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, and no then one those fucking free throws, man. Conley, oh my god, I needed a drink. After those three, like I couldn't do it, I would walk <laughs> out. I'd be like, "No, I'm, I don't, I'm not made for this. Get the fuck out of here!" Like, shut up. I'm not doing this. Which uh, allows us to segue nicely into the first game on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's not the first game in, on the list. EA Sports PGA Tour. I've <laughs> played some more of it. Uh, I still hate it. Yeah, um, you're bad at it. No. I am bad at it. I am bad at it. I also hate it. Uh, but I, I've been playing with uh, Johnny Bravo and Dr. E3 Money and Mr. Goofball Antics. And uh, yeah, uh, they all got really good. They've all spent like hours and hours playing this fucking game now. And as you play, you sort of level up your fucking golfer and they can like hit the ball a decent distance now and all this kind of shit. My dude's like sitting there. My dude's basically the equivalent of me walking onto a golf course uh, if my hair wasn't attached to my head. And every time I like smiled in a certain way, my beard detached from my jaw. Uh, It's basically the same thing. Doesn't have much of a swing. Can't really do the approach. Can't really affect any meaningful spin. Can't putt worth a damn. Like, just kind of shit. And then those guys are playing with their fucking, you know, Hall of Famer golfers. And uh, fucking some of the shit that go... Like, but like because I'm shorter, like, because I'm hitting shorter than they are, and because every shot I take is so much more of a struggle... I'm barely making par on every single fucking hole. And they're getting like, they're competing for like a birdie. Like if you don't get a birdie amongst those three, uh, if they don't get a birdie, that's a devastating loss to one of them, right? I'm like hoping to not get a bogey for every fucking hole. And they're gutted when they don't fucking eagle it up or some shit. And I'm like in struggle town right which is uh which is rough right because i'll get i'll finally make it to the green and i'll be like putting for par 
And because, you know, I'm shit and my golf is shit, like it's a perfect fucking storm of just terrible. But uh, yeah, I'll wind up in this situation where like I've got a hundred and fucking 40 foot fucking putt to make. And I say foot. Did I mention last week that this game doesn't have metric measurements? You can't change the measurements to metric. It's all in fucking oh. imperial units. They just didn't That's it. how they measure that stuff. No, Yarn. it's not how they measure it. They do it they every do it other golf. fucking golf game in fucking human history has done fucking meters. But this one's all yards. Anyway, all inches above the hole or whatever the fuck. Anyway, so uh, I'm putting from like 140 fucking feet. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And then like fucking the the jackals, the hyenas are cackling in the fucking background. Like, oh, Job's not going to get this one. <laughs> and then like occasionally one of them will bust out some really helpful advice. But I'm all I'm thinking about is <laughs> please just make this so I don't fucking like I'm never gonna if I bogey I'm never gonna get a birdie to make like to get back to par so I have to make this fucking putt and like Heath will chime in with oh yeah so you know what I've found is sometimes the putting line tells you the opposite of what you need to do I'm like who the fuck does that help who is that helping right like I'm I like the putting line's all I've got and he's he's right. The putting line is broken. Another way in which this game is garbage. But like telling me that while I'm lining up a giant putt, not helpful. Fucking. Otherwise, other times, they're in a bit of a like catch 22 because like when they all go silent, that's so much worse. That's so much worse because I, I just know that they're shit talking me under their breath. And I just sort of make that shit up myself in my mind. I make like I shit talk myself on their behalf, uh, which is I'm way harsher than than they are generally uh, when shit talking me. So um, yeah, that's that's pretty brutal. At one point we're playing and like it was it was a narrow fairway, right? And they've got this like. They've got this pinpoint accuracy when they drive, and I've I fucking I hit it, and like there's a a football field that it could fucking land in. It could land here, it could land there, and I'm like, oh, this one's this one's pretty pretty rough. Uh, like the the sides of the fairway are fucking a water a water feature. Like, oh, this one's pretty rough. I'm a bit worried about how this one's gonna go down, and then uh. I hit it and it goes into the water. I like, I shanked it a little bit, goes into the water. I'm like, ah, I'm in the fucking water. And they're like, well, why would you do that? I'm like, I didn't do it on purpose, you fuckholes. I'm out here trying to hit for the fucking water, right? Like I I did it because I'm bad at the game. Is that what you want me to say? I'm bad at the game. And that's why it in the water, okay? Like, but we didn't have to fucking nail in on that particularity, right? Like, fuck. Anyway, it's a bad game and I hate it, but I do enjoy playing games with other people. So, yeah, uh, I haven't reached the 10-hour limit on my EA play 10-hour demo thing. So, uh, yeah. You know, that's about it. That's what I got.
EA Sports yep. PGA Tour Golf. It's not very good, but it is getting good reviews, weirdly. Was it? I thought it was getting pretty mediocre reviews. Uh, last time I, I checked, it we had checked. like fucking... had like... Oh, it's got a 77 on Metacritic on, on PlayStation. Yeah, it's a 75 top critic average on Open Critic or a 53% recommended. Right. Because they've got a weird yep. system of like anything lower than a 7.5 is not recommended or some shit. Yep. Yeah, on PlayStation, it's got a lot of, you know comparatively high scores which is just insane metro game central says slick high tech and impeccably well designed this is the best golf game of the modern era and the new standard for others to aspire to bullshit absolute <laughs> bullshit unbelievable that is incredible a nine out of ten that is just fucking phenomenal anyway um yeah. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. All right. Um, let's keep going here to Everspace 2. All right. Uh, yep. Uh, a couple of corrections from last week. Uh, I mentioned that there didn't appear to be any way to mass select stuff that I could find uh, to dismantle it or sell it. Uh, there is a method. You. It's very difficult to access uh when you're using a control pad uh which is how i played uh the bulk of the game um i didn't switch to mouse and keyboard until after i'd finished uh -huh. but yeah you can't do it uh and if you're using mouse and keyboard it's pretty easy although it is relegated to some very very tiny uh buttons you can do that so uh, you control click. It's still tedious. Uh, I don't know why you can't just mark shit as junk the way you can in other games, but uh, and then sell all junk or dismantle all junk or whatever the fuck. Uh, but you can mass select shit and you can access a buyback window. It only exists in the instance uh, that you've visited that shop. So you can't leave and come back and see all the stuff you've sold there before, but it probably wouldn't matter because you very quickly... Uh, make gear go obsolete and stuff. Uh, I played a bunch more. Uh, worked out how to get to the tier four ships. Uh, it requires a fair amount of grinding, but I was doing stuff around what I need to grind out anyway. So I bought myself a tier four ship so I can have two uh, special, two legendary uh, gear items on my ship. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um, just, I don't know. That it's a mistake that it would be restricted to two. I just, I really do think looter games are at their best when they're encouraging you to just go fucking ham with OP shit, right? And with a game like uh, Everspace, where you can sort of tweak the difficulty pretty easily. Um, and without, without much trouble, like, I just don't, I don't understand why, like, oh, but it's got to be balanced or you'll get bored, but I'm at the end of the fucking game. I have, like, ostensibly I've got all the tools I require to make sure I don't get bored, 
And if I do get bored, well, I'm at the end of the game. Like, I finished your game. So I think it's okay if I get bored with, you know, I'm not, this isn't the only game I'm ever going to play for the rest of my life. They, it's not like this game has a, some sort of ongoing fucking uh, game as a service content plan where, you know, you check in every week for a fucking season or a race like in Path of Exile or some shit. Like, just let me fucking have fun. And the way to have fun in looter games is by getting, like, creating those, like, crazy overpowered fucking, like, builds right and or getting crazy weapons that do wild shit like but there's just not enough of them i like it's it's a struggle to find that shit because you just wind up like the only really like guaranteed way to get them is via these rifts but the rifts take time like to do a rift at uh 450 I got to 500. I managed to get through 500. It's a guaranteed legendary, but uh, like I barely made it through. Um, like once I got to the last phase, there's four phases in these rifts and each phase you add another like, so you finish phase one and it's basically a, a very challenging uh, like fight against a fuck ton of enemies and they just keep spawning until you've damn like you've killed a certain amount of them like just wave after wave after wave and at the same time a clock is ticking down so you have to kill them fast enough uh plus uh when you finish the phase you select a like upgrade for the next like next wave so it could be something as simple as you don't know like enemy ships aren't named and usually you know the enemy ships being named tells you what they're gonna be and you can tell what you need to do to kill them instead you gotta fucking determine it visually but it could also be enemy ships uh get five percent healing whenever a like one of their teammates is killed and so you've got to focus fire and make sure you kill one person because they're just going to heal if you just do chip damage to a bunch of like bunch of them right so there's a there's a lot of different ways that it can go down and yeah i got through 500 but i got to the end of three and i had like fucking i must have it must have been seconds left i was like fucking out of time doing this fucking thing because they're just so hard to kill and the options of what i had to upgrade the rifts were so few and then i got to the fourth stage and it's got all the ships but also as long as you, if there's a capital ship and if you can just kill the capital ship then you win the rift and you're all good. And I already knew that, so I just killed the fucking capital ship. I've got, like, my my ship is built for single target focus fire. It's built to kill capital ships, so that wasn't a problem. But phase three was, like, touch and go. So 450, I can make, like, a very good chance of getting a legendary uh, and I can get these things that increase your odds of getting a legendary even more. You get a fuck ton of loot. Uh, yeah. That's how I do it. Basically, I go into 450. Yeah, most of the time I get a legendary, but they're like, there's not 
that many of them and I just keep getting like ship legendaries and they're cool but like they don't necessarily do like I got a shield that uh creates like uh like a melting effect on anything nearby when when they get so they they just like if if my shield pops shields around me just start popping and if they didn't have a shield their armor melts away and all that kind of shit like there is some cool stuff going on but yeah, you've got to build. If I don't get another fucking weapon, I'm not really going to try anything out, you know, like because there's no incentive for me to do that because the weapon is what's seeing me through these rifts and stuff like that. And they should just be fucking throwing these fucking weapons at me and like begging me to fucking because this rift system goes all the way to a thousand. I'm only at the fucking halfway point. I could jack it if I had like better fucking weapons and stuff. I could jack it all the way up to fucking a thousand. Like, why not do that? And then you can actually adjust the difficulty beyond that, but like not beyond a thousand, but like there's another layer of difficulty that you can add to it. Like, so I could yeah. technically make the game more difficult for myself. It's just, yeah, the game, I don't know, just doesn't give you the tools to make combat interesting enough, regularly enough, you know? Yeah, that's like something that, a game like Diablo is sort of nailed by having, um, by having this, I guess, seasonal content. I guess we'll talk about this later on as well. Um, but having like seasonal content, but also like the different tiers that you can jack the game up to make it harder, which increases the amount of experience you earn and increases the loot drops and the rarity of it. Yeah. Um, and so there's that sort of. Re, it, it sort of feeds into the replayability of the game by making it like more challenging i guess and um and and meaning that like you got to go hunting for this better gear to be able to, to to beat this next set of difficulty um and then on top of that it's like all right well, we've made it this hard but now there's a rift system inside of the game and so you gotta go do them and they're even harder and like you sacrifice items to make those things even more difficult like there's there's layers on layers on that and they yeah. sort of got to a point where they really that that stuff wasn't in the game to start with but they got to a good point later on that they found their stride and 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 that's where the longevity of a game like diablo has found its its footing um that i guess other games have sort of struggled to keep up with like ubisoft has has, has done a pretty good job with the division it, it uses a pretty similar sort of structure right that's still got a really big um player base for that yeah and so there's just not a few like there aren't a lot of games out that have sort of nailed that that feeling they they tend to players tend to drop off well the trick is right the tricky part is that like you know division diablo they are supposed to be sort of played forever right they are those sorts of forever games but mm. but like everspace uh everspace 2 does sort of pitch itself as diablo in space yeah. uh it just doesn't quite understand that like it's the it's the loot that makes yeah, a loot it's the, the work, cool shit right like, like oh this is cool that was like the whole premise of borderlands right it's the crazy of its off weapons i don't give a shit about getting a fucking <laughs> a space gun that has a three percent damage increase or a 5.2 yeah. percent faster reload like that means nothing to me. Like, I, mm. like I understand numbers. I'm fucking, yeah. I'm functional. But like the yeah, like as a 
as a gameplay perspective, that means nothing. Mm. But like when I completed a quest, uh, the one I said not to finish until you got to like level 29 uh, or after you finished the game, um, the, the casino quest, and I got that weapon. I got a weapon yep. that like just exploded shit, right? That yeah. did more, that is probably the only reason I finished Everspace is that weapon because it reinvigorated what I like how much fun I was having in the game. Those cool fucking things radically change how you interact with the game and Diablo's fucking chockers with them and Borderlands is fucking chockers with them. And I don't remember Division being chockers with the them, but I guess yeah. you played a lot more of it than I did. But that's it. That's a Diablo game to me is, yeah, you do a lot of like basic shit and then you reach a point where you are a lightning god teleporting through fucking dungeons, zapping everything nearby without even really needing to try until you get to a, a point where you are really having to try. And that, and the reason you want to get to that point is because you're having so much fun before that. And that's the fucking tricky part, right? And you can't have that lightning god shit if you don't have the gear to create. Like, what was it? Taurasa fucking uh, gear set and, and there was like uh, stuff. And like combined, that shit just turned you into, yeah, a god. Uh, you just fucking warp everywhere doing lightning. And the the lightning would chain to other fucking enemies and that lightning would chain and chain and chain and then fucking everything in the dungeon is dead. And then you you just teleport through. And it was fucking awesome. Uh, but that was all gear-based. All of that shit. Because it's a looter. It's a fucking looter game. I just don't understand how they miss that shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you want to find your rock while everyone else is running around with scissors. Exactly. That's what you want. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Um, cool. Anything else to add there? No, I don't think so. No. No. Okay. Let's move on then. Um, this next one, uh, podcast going up a little bit later because there's an embargo attached to this. Right. Uh, X Defiant. Uh, there is a beta coming out. By the time people hear this, it's just been announced um, secretly. <laughs> like, they're, I guess they're, they're talking about keys and things at this time and people should register and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yep. yeah, there'll be a beta uh, later on this week by the time this comes out. By the time um, I'm in it. Yep. I got invited by Dr. E3 Money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there is a link on our Discord that may be allowing anyone to get into it just by yeah. clicking on the link, uh, which is pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to try it out, check it out Discord. Uh, if yep. it still works, but, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, Lukey knows more because Lukey actually fucking saw some details on it. Yeah, so it's a closed beta. Um, I'm not sure how they're going to go ahead in terms of letting more people in when this starts happening. Um, but I'm sure there'll be details out there by the time this, this drops. So basically, Exafine is a, um, a, a team-based sh shooter, um, sort of in the same vein of... It's like kind of a mix between Call of Duty and, and Overwatch, where uh, the characters that you are using to play these matches with 
are all part of a faction and, and the factions that they're a part of are all tied to the 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 ubiverse we'll, we'll call it um which dive into a bunch of the games that they've got uh in their slate from stuff like far cry to the division um splinter cell uh watchdogs and so there's there's all of these different factions in the game and each of them have their own um sort of look and the way they uh they can interact with the world by having different types of abilities um and so the idea is that you select characters from these factions you uh enter these game modes and you'll be given um a weapon loadout that you can switch at any time throughout the match uh, and you'll try and, and and beat the other team to whatever objective it is that you're doing um it's sort of i'm i have not played it but i've been working on some content where other people have played it mm. at this point they didn't have australian servers up um in time for this so we, right. we we missed out but uh i watched the pre i guess the video that everybody's going to be seeing by now um and it looked quite arcadey to me in terms of the shooting the shooting mechanics um it looked s like solid in terms of uh like a, it, it looks like a really cool sort of Call of Duty um, action first person shooter game um, but something about the shooting to me looked a bit off it felt like it was too arcadey or like there was no recoil or something like that but at the same time it's 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 a little bit hard to judge sometimes when you're not in control of that you know maybe these were people that have been playing the game for a while and they could understand how the recoil works now you know they're pulling down on, on um you know keyboard or mouse whatever it is like managing all that sort of stuff so that could have been happening but it just seemed like it was um yeah not sort of what they talked about when they were mentioning like one of the main things they'd worked about worked on for x defiant is making sure that the combat and the shooting was the main focus um and they paid a lot of attention to that and took a lot of feedback from people that were playing it in the um the closed alpha and all that sort of stuff uh, and then when I saw the video footage, I was like, yeah, this kind of looks like what I've seen before. Bit too, you know, not not enough like Rainbow for me. Uh, which, if you remember back in the day, this thing was called Tom Clancy's X Defiant. Uh, it has now been jettisoned, that part out. Yep. <laughs> out's gone. Yep. Uh, now it's just X Defiant. And so, um, yeah, a little bit hard for me to gauge. But from what I've, I've heard from people that have played it, they're saying the shooting is really solid and really good and it's like i've had one person say it's the best shooting game they've played in in like a year um in terms of the shooting so but i don't know you know what type of shooters you're into Suspicious. so wait yeah uh um but i've only been playing fortnite on mobile <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so yeah basically um there's a series of different missions you oh, sorry uh, uh, uh modes that are in the game um there's like team-based uh, arena modes um where there'll be either like a, a domination style mode or something where it kind of looked like kill confirmed in um in call of duty where you would kill people they would drop a let's call it a dog tag um or some sort of token and in order to um in order to uh basically score points you would run over pick that thing up and it would make you more powerful 
um, you would be able to, I think, I think it was stuff like, it basically gave you buffs, like you could shoot quicker or something like that. Right. Um, uh, but the leader would be notified uh, on every, everybody else would basically know who the leader was and they'd be able to see them uh, through the map. And so um, there's modes like that in there. There's like a um, escort mission, sort of similar to uh, either Team Fortress or Overwatch, where there's some sort of package. In this case, it's a drone, um, and you're having to push that device or that drone through the mission. Um, you know, the, the the tug of war type modes, and so there's that sort of stuff. But while all this is happening, um, you're mixing and mingling with all of these different types of factions and the abilities that they can um bring with them and so for instance like the cleaners who are the team from the division um like one of their heavy units will have like a flamethrower on them uh and can run around and they soak up i think the cleaners are, are traditionally more like a tanky um like a tanky uh, faction in the game they'll take a bit more damage um and they'll have this like heavy weaponry arsenal on them um, whereas a, a faction like DeadSec from um, Watch Dogs are, are a bit more like they've got hacking abilities and they'll have tools. Um, and then like the, go- the guys from like Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell will be like uh, very camo and stealthy. And so that's sort of what they're trying to do with this. And um, yeah, this is a really quick, really quick demonstration, like 10, 15 minutes. Um, as I said, unfortunately didn't get hands on, mm. but it seems like they're pretty committed to the 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 long-term um you know live get, like games of the service type thing that their ubisoft is well known for um i guess we'll wait and see how committed they are to that yeah because we've seen them pull the plug pretty quickly on some of their other titles yeah. i think this one's going to have a bit more longevity just be, purely because it's a it's a shooter it's a free-to-play shooter um and it, it's sort of hitting different aspects of of uh you know the ubisoft ubiverse and um and it does look a bit more like a something you know that those battle royale games that they've done and like the weird like sports knockoffs and like all that sort of stuff is just like a very bizarre like grabbing at straws type thing whereas this feels a bit more solid and, and like there's some more foundation behind it I know they've been working on it for a really long time as well. Um, like this thing was announced back in 2021. It's been made by uh, Ubisoft San Francisco. I'm pretty sure there's people here in Australia. Work- I think it's a co- collaboration between uh, Australia and San Francisco working on this game. Right. From what I understand from, from people in the industry that are, are working uh, for Ubisoft. Um, and so, yeah, it's obviously a game they've spent a lot of time on. Um so I'm, I'm pretty keen to check it out uh so yeah basically like this thing's gonna launch with they're saying like 14 maps which seems a little bit too excessive for me um <laughs> that, that's, that i think it's a lot it's a lot right yeah uh, um i i feel like w- w- you want to have these maps be be solid and um you know not be I guess broken or like they they want to be like they want to hit and land. You don't want to have a map in there. There's like everyone's like, oh fucking hell, this is a canal of of Rainbow Six or something like that. <laughs> um, you know, and so 
I don't know. That that just seems quite excessive to me for someone who like if you want to learn the maps and get to know them, there's just a lot going on there. So yeah. that's a bit worrying from my perspective. But it could be also that some of that stuff is tied to specific game modes. So if you're not playing certain modes, um, then maybe they won't show up. Yeah. For, like if you're playing escort, maybe there's only specific maps for escort. Yeah. Which is what I assume how it's going to work. Um, but all of these maps will sort of tie into those other games as well. So you'll be in like areas from the division or somewhere in far cry or you know all that sort of stuff so there's some interesting things going on here um and i've heard some promising things from people that have played it so far um which sounds cool i'm definitely like i was not interested at all in 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 playing this yeah um but now i am from what i've seen so far yeah cool i I just want to get some hands on with it to see how it feels it feels really good and that'll be fun yeah um but if it doesn't feel very good, then it's just like, well, why wouldn't I play Call of Duty? Yes, yeah. that, or, or even Overwatch. At that point, if you want to make me play a hero shooter, yeah, um, then I'll just go play that as well. Yeah, so, you know, there's only so much spare time people can have to sort of sink into live service free to play games like this, and you've got to really knock it out of the park. So, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I don't know. Are you excited from what you've seen in the past for this? Uh, <laughs> I could feel my excitement evaporating as you talked about it. Mm. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't seen all that much of it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The way you describe it makes it sound more hero shootery than I was anticipating, and. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm old school, right? I'm, I'm a, I'm a quake guy, right? Like, mm-hmm. I want symmetrical. I want everyone to start on not champions. <laughs> everyone to start on an even footing. Not oh, this person is playing as bloody blah, blah, so I have to go blah to counter them or some shit like. Yeah, do it. Do it on on the map, not on the hero select screen or some shit. You know, like I don't know. But I'm um, I'm very intrigued. I mean, I yeah, I could feel my excitement evaporating, but I my interest was piqued uh, by some of by you know the way you were talking about the idea that it it apparently looks good or reportedly is good, uh, and yeah, you know. We've got uh, we've got code. Uh, we can check it out. Yeah, play it. For they actually have announced and... the beta. They, they've already announced closed beta as well. Uh, and yeah, like people are getting in. Hopefully, there are numbers. Hopefully, there are Aussie servers. Good God. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm keen to give it a run. You know, um, maybe it's fun. Like I usually have a fair amount of fun with those kinds of games until there is some sort of meta until a meta sit, sets in and everyone just plays the same thing over and over and over again, the same way all the time. Cause that's when it gets stale to me, I guess. Uh, yeah. So I'm intrigued. I think, yeah, the closed beta will be the best time to check it out. Uh, and yeah, that's this weekend. So cool. Yeah. All 14 maps will be on the beta this weekend. Um, 
Uh, not all of the factions will be there. Um, they'll have Escort, Zone Control, Domination, and Occupy as the, the modes that you'll be able to play. Um, and they, it, looks, it looks like they're going to have a, uh, a ranked ranked system? They're testing ranked it. Ranked system. Ranked mode. Um, right. So, yeah. Anyway, um, I guess we'll talk about that more next week once we've we've had a bit more time to play it. But um, it's it's piqued my interest a bit more. Yep. Um, but I, I do want to get my hands on it because that sort of stuff is hard to judge without playing it. So, mm. all right, that's X Defiant. Um, next up, we've got Dredge, uh, which I, uh, I I think I very briefly talked about it last week. I didn't put it on the list because I think well, you talked I kinda, about it last week. Did I? Oh, well, we talked about it while you were drunk. Uh, I don't know. While we were drunk, rather. Yeah. I don't know. It's... Um, yeah, so this is a, a game from New Zealand. Uh, you talked about it a few weeks back. Um, it's a fishing game mm. where you uh, basically stumble upon this uh, this town on an island and the mayor gives you a uh, fishing boat to go and catch some fish to repay your debts. And you do that. And while you're um, uh, exploring the ocean around you, uh, bizarre things start happening and, and sort of takes a, a tale for weird shit in a uh, very Lovecraftian vibe um, and you're basically uh, upgrading your boat and your fishing utilities is that they called? fishing utilities? I don't know, I'm not a yeah. fisherman fishing tools, tool sets yeah um, you're fishing, fishing gear. friends fishing gear, gear. yeah gear uh, to, to ha- and different types of gear allows you to catch different types of fish and variety of different locations uh you're collecting uh money while this is happening and uh and researching different types of of gear that you can unlock and and this is sort of a um you know i guess a skill tree sort of thing happening um as you get bigger boat and more space to to manage your cargo and the the cargo is managed in like a, a a tetris type management system or like a um resident evil inventory system um as you move blocks of fish around on your boat to make them fit um and uh so while you're traveling the world the 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 time moves or time goes by in the date as you do things or you move and so while you're moving around the environment or you are uh fishing or or dredging for i don't know wood planks or other things that you'll find to upgrade your ship uh that's when and when time increases and you want to try and get back to your home base to sleep uh before nightfall because in the night that's when things mostly come out mostly Mostly. uh, to get you weird shit uh Mm -hmm. and so um and that's when it sort of comes in with oh i need to upgrade my uh my engine because that'll make me move quicker throughout the day and i can fish more and there's this whole like snowballing effect that happens uh i enjoy aspects of it i feel like it's a little bit too grindy um for my liking it just kind of seems like the case of well why wouldn't i just fish right in front of my like where i am like what's the reason for me to go out and explore um and i guess the main reason to go out and explore is to try and find some of those research tokens or other missions that are out in the world um 
but at the same time, I don't think it does quite a good enough job of forcing you to go out and do that stuff. It, it seems like you can kind of just sit in the one location and do that. Uh, you know, occasionally you'd be like, oh, I need to upgrade my boat and I can't find this material and I clearly need to go somewhere else to go find it and you'll eventually find that thing and be like, oh, okay, cool. I can just continue fishing in the same spot again uh, yep. and, and building up my, you know, it, it's the same sort of thing you talked about with Everspace 2 and I found my ramen. Um, huh. That yeah. type of thing where you can just find your ramen and just fish there until your heart's content. Like, it's not necessarily difficult to find an area to fish uh and you can pretty much make money off anything and you can do it quite quickly once you get uh pretty speedy at it so i kind of felt like i gamed it a little bit in terms of what i needed to be doing uh and then it sort of just fell off a little bit when it wanted me to explore because i just didn't really see the the purpose of it um yeah and so I don't know. It, it, like, I was having fun with it, but at the same time, I felt like it was a little bit too shallow. Uh, like, I like that the fishing mechanics sort of have some sort of variety to it. It's not constantly just the same thing over and over again when you fish. It's almost like a puzzle game that changes every time you play, but they don't... It's not different enough to where it's like, oh, I've... Like, this is hard. It's pretty much like, oh, the first time you realize what's going on, it's pretty easy to to continue doing that it's just more of a way to um i guess stop you from just being a zombie and being like i'm just gonna f on this thing is a little bit more to it and so uh yeah i uh, i don't know i just it didn't i mean there's also grab me as much as you it's like like time is passing while you're doing that stuff and so if you're very good at it it's not that big a problem but if you happen to know like, uh, yeah play fucking a lot of dead by daylight <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you wouldn't have much problem but uh yeah if you happen to know that you know the, the one of those other boats out in the dark is coming uh and you need to finish this fucking fishing up sometimes mm. you know the the stress makes you know not you because you know you got your dead by daylight skills but other people sort of panic and makes it take longer and like that that like increases the tension and stuff like that like time is passing while you're fishing which uh yeah means it taking time and and having not maybe not complexity but um like a sense of urgency yeah urgency uh, does does actually like carry across? I mean, like, but I, I do generally agree with you. Like, it isn't terribly deep uh, as a game. Uh, I think I said that uh, when when I first like when I first mentioned it. Once once you've seen it, yeah, you've seen pretty much everything seen the everything. game has, yeah. except for you know, the reason you're doing that exploration is the story, basically, to sure. to get to the bottom of the story. And there are some powers that you get that are pretty intriguing, uh, but generally they just facilitate the ability to accomplish your story goals yeah. uh, more than, than anything. So, yeah. And that's what kind of makes me feel like I have, I don't know, like I've, I've sort of bought my way through these gates that are in the game but there aren't really gates because in the skill tree and the you know the upgrading my boat i feel like i'm pretty far along yet i've only explored a little bit of 
of what the game has to offer. Like there's no sort of, it doesn't feel like there's any like check gates that are set up to be like, oh, you need to get to this part in the story to be able to progress this next bit. I can just kind of, like I said, farm my way through it. Um, and there's no real point of me having at this stage an encyclopedia that says this is where you can get these fish. Like occasionally someone will, will want something, a certain type of fish, and I just like, all right, okay, cool. And then I'll, I'll fuck off and keep keep selling my normal fish and be like, see, dude. You do fish out areas. <laughs> it is possible I, to fish out areas. Yeah, I'm not having any difficulty. Yeah, maybe they turn it down stuff. or something. Yeah. Because uh, it was very easy when I was playing uh, to fish out. And that, it's like, you basically had to, because they, they wouldn't replenish for days. Mm. Uh, yeah, like it seems that system's in there, but I'm just not... Like, I'm not seeing it work at all. Yeah. It's bizarre. Like, uh, you can't get, like, the the gears and stuff to upgrade your your items and whatnot. You can't get that stuff without... Uh, yeah, you can, find, you can find them out in the world, fishing. Isn't that exploration? Yeah, but, like, sometimes it'll be literally on the front doorstep of where I leave. It's like, there's this glowing thing over here, and you go fishing... Sometimes it'll pop up, or like but, I'm gonna dredge over here. Yeah, I didn't have get a research token. All that much luck in that regard. Uh, I've had a couple. Generally, the best way to do like to get that stuff for me was was doing the quests and stuff. So maybe they rebalanced it or something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think the story is worth checking. Like. Uh, yeah, it's not terribly deep, uh, but it's very broad, and uh, the story I found compelling enough to follow down. If you've got all the fucking tools you yeah. need, just fucking just leave. bust through the story. Like, there's some interesting uh, puzzle elements in some of the story areas as well. So, yeah, might be worth playing for that as well yeah you know? i mean it's the type of thing where i'm like oh i've got 20 minutes and i'll fire it up and yeah. catch some fish right and then just fucking sell it all yeah <laughs> just do that like four times and i'm good <laughs> yeah all right well that's dredge it's out on pc um go support our, switch. our friends over in new zealand hmm. yeah um all right well we got one more game on the list here tron identity did this kind of was this like a stealth drop or something i didn't kind really of. see much about it until the last couple of days yeah i think so like i vaguely remember um bithel mike bithel the, the creator talking yep. about it like at the start of the year but mm. very vaguely uh and then yeah it was sort of like hey uh it's out this out in a month uh and then it was out um it's a it's a visual novel it's a choose your own adventure don't like don't go into this thinking you're going to be like on light cycles like cutting people off or throwing discs at people but uh love yeah, throwing it, discs at people you love throwing discs at people uh but it's from yeah mike patel who did um what was it called subsurface circular uh, which I really, really enjoyed. Um, yeah. Like, uh, just a really good sci-fi story. 
told in a, an interesting cyber noir um, sort of manner that I th- thought had a really good sense of like place and uh, and yeah, did a really good job of storytelling in a, a fairly a- alien world. And, uh, and this is pretty much a match made in heaven, really, because it, it allows Bethel to tell a subsurface circular sort of story. Um, but yeah, in officially licensed Tron universe, uh, which, yeah. Um, so far, uh, it's, it's, well, so far it's great. Like the, the, you know, the fucking art's fantastic and the music is, is great. Like it's that sort of, uh, legacy style. It's obviously not to the same, not, not exactly Daft Punk, but it's got that tribute vibe. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and yeah, it's, uh, and the, and the writing's fantastic. It's got these, like, I keep having to do this fucking puzzle that I'm not loving, uh, like you're defragging and oh, I used to I, love defragging my computer. Oh fucking! Everyone loves defragging. Um, you're sort of like I don't know. It's it's not very uh, involved. You're sort of just moving these pegs around, and there are rules to it. Like you have to either match the numbers or match the symbols. And you've got to get rid of all the pegs and there are usually some like side objectives for you to accomplish as well. Like, I don't know, match two numbers twice in a row or something like that. But I don't know. Like, it it's not very interesting. Like, you just sort of fucking, yeah, okay, well, I've done it. I don't really want to have to do it again. You can skip it in the... Uh, just press escape and just skip the defrag puzzles. But I don't know, like part of me feels like I should do them because there are like story ramifications and it's sort of, I try to inhabit the player character as much as I can and they would have to do this, but I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not loving the puzzle part of this game i haven't seen any other puzzles yet so uh so far it's just this one puzzle that i don't much care for uh but the, the rest of it's fantastic um and yeah i guess yeah you can skip uh the, the puzzles if you want so there's kind of no drawbacks really uh i haven't finished it yet i don't know how long it is but uh a lot of people are saying it's about two hours long and that that kind of strikes me as a bit short for the the twenty dollars yeah uh the price tag um but i don't know there's also the like it feels like there's quite there's some replayability in there like you could probably get through it but yeah it feels like there's probably a bit more to it beyond just playing through it once so yeah, you might get more than two hours. Although, yeah, on a second playthrough, you wouldn't necessarily have to, yeah, 
it wouldn't take you the same amount of time because you'd know all, all the broad story beats and stuff. So mm. I'm not saying you get double the amount of time or anything, you know? Anyway, I think it's cool, uh, but I would definitely, uh, I don't know, tread carefully. It's it, you gotta yeah. you gotta go in with your eyes wide open about what you're getting into here. It's not, yeah. If you go in thinking it's a Tron fucking game with light cycles and shit. You're going to be disappointed. It's a it's a noir detective story told in the Tron universe, where some characters fucking love Finn. Was it Finn? Finn? I don't know whatever his fucking name was. Um, yeah, Flynn. 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 Uh, yeah, some some of the programs love Flynn, and some of them fucking hate him, and some of them think he's a fucking myth, and like everything in between and like it expands the universe of Tron uh, in a really cool way but yeah if you're you're not playing the movie you know you're not in the movie anyway yep did you ever play his solitaire game solitaire game no yeah um I think it was the solitaire conspiracy let me just check the solitaire yes. conspiracy Right. Solitaire Conspiracy. I talked about oh, it. Oh, yeah, you um, talked about this, yeah. 2020. Yeah. Yeah. He also did the John Wick, or did he publish the John, John Wick, Wick game? No, yeah, he did that, yeah. He did that one, okay. That wasn't great. Yeah, a little bit disappointing, that one. Yes. Um But had uh, had Ian McShane in it, and Lance Reddick. Um, and who was John Wick? John, no, John Wick was silent in that that yep. game, yeah. and Troy Baker was the villain. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, cool. It's it's that's out now. You can go check it out. It's Tron Identity. Yep. Um. Yeah, and it's. Um, I must be real close to the end if it's two hours. If like these. D- yeah. Like I must be just shy of it. Destruct always says two three hours. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That's all the games we've been playing that we can talk about. That we can talk about. We fucking yeah. stitched ourselves up again, playing the shit out of a game we can't talk about yet. But uh, yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Next week we can definitely talk about it next week. Yes, we can. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do some news, um, and then we'll uh, get out of here. What are we? We yeah, got here. Uh, Jog on, mate. Xbox Showcase is reportedly two hours long with 90 minutes dedicated for Xbox and 30 entirely for Starfield. Um, I guess Xbox and Bethesda at that point. Uh, and maybe Activision if shit finishes by then. Um, I guess Surely we'll find not. out. Yeah, otherwise it could be a, a three-hour show. Um, yeah, so that's uh that's what happening that's what happening for uh the, what summer games fest it's called um yep. around about then are you I don't know are you excited to see whatever the fuck Starfield is at this point oh one hundred percent I mean yeah like is there anyone who isn't uh it's it's got to be up there as it's got to be a strong contender for most anticipated game yeah uh. I'm I'm very, very amped 
Uh, I'm more interested in 90 more minutes of other shit, though. Yeah, whatever else Xbox has. Right? What have they got? I don't know. I think, well, that's the thing, right? I think we're just so used to them releasing absolutely fucking nothing that we're like, what, 90 minutes? The fuck? It's got to be Xbox third-party stuff, right? Game Pass shit. Unless this is like all their acquisitions coming together and then being like, we've actually got shit to release this year. We've finally got shit to release. Yeah, it could be. It could be like, it could be just some fucking blow your socks off shit. Hmm. Outer Uh, Worlds 2. Maybe we'll see some of that. Maybe. Uh, But yeah, let's uh, temper our expectations. We know Starfield is coming to it. Uh, Half an hour of it sounds good. Like probably let's say 15 actual usable minutes of uh, actual information Uh, because it'll be like, you know, five minutes of fucking introductions and then five minutes of fucking, you know, the fucking... We've sold 30 units this year. fucking handies and then the thing and then the outro they'll have to have like wow how good was that oh my god oh yeah i'm so excited oh, everybody god. patting themselves on the back yeah thanks for that one todd and yeah the big the you know the cleanup after the fucking handies so yeah 15 minutes but hey i'm about it i'm about it what do you yeah. deeply desperately want to see in the 90 minutes luke go um, what do we want to see? Well, they've got that perfect dark game that's apparently maybe being rebooted or something's going on. I don't right. know. It'd be interesting to see whatever that is. Um, the Fable game that was teased a while back. Yeah. Remember that one? Uh, it's probably really good time to to show off that uh, um, Indiana Jones game. That probably that's- a really smart time to show that one off. Yeah that machine's working on because that's part of bethesda i don't i can't remember what else (laughs) they got cooking at that that time um uh we won't see anything from from bethesda game studios other than starfield because that's um we're not gonna see elder scrolls there was some elder scrolls 6 news this week about like people having um uh, job listings for multiplayer experience and things like that right um so I'm trying to think what else Bethesda has cooking and I don't they know won't, they won't no Bethesda's not going to do anything because they announced that they're doing QuakeCon right so they're doing QuakeCon yeah. again they're not going to fucking they're not going to I don't know man rip the rug out from underneath themselves are they maybe surely QuakeCon might have just might just be a a Quake a land thing now yeah maybe they go back to that and they use like Xboxes showcases. This is where we have all our big things now, and we're showing off all that stuff. Um, there's that Forza game they showed off recently, right? I guess that'll be there. I got some stuff. Uh. I guess it's the surprises that we want to know about. Like, what else? What, what's everyone else working on? They they bought all these studios. What's cooking? Yeah. What are we What are we cooking? So. I don't know. Yeah. Let's find out. Find out. Anyway, this is just a rumor. It's not. It's not, not even official, locked in. It's just a fucking rumor. Yeah, but but at the same time, it was uh, a couple of different people reported the same thing, so it's probably locked in. Cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next on the list it says Arc Two shenanigans. Arc Two was 
delayed or something. It's been shoveled into the dirt. Uh, it's no, it's it's uh, so basically, uh, they announced that they were going to do a, a, a remaster of Ark, hmm. uh, like Unreal Engine 5 enhanced edition of Ark 1, right? Uh, and they were going to bundle it with Ark 2, mm-hmm. uh, and then they were going to shut down and like immediately end all. Uh, official support for Arc One, and then so you had to basically jump across the this this new shit. This new one, yeah. Uh, and uh, like they announced that oh no, it's no longer bundled. Hmm. Uh, but now it's going to cost sixty dollars to get the enhanced edition mm-hmm. uh, instead of the the cheaper previous price of fifty. Uh, sure. and uh, also we're still shutting down the original servers. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, that, that's pretty cooked. It's fucking insane. I, I, I can't fathom. That's a good way to kill your community. How they have <laughs> the stones for this shit, but they they just don't give a fuck, right? Like, this, hmm. this is, like, Studio Wildcard give absolutely zero fucks about this shit. They will... Like do whatever the fuck they want at any time, and it it just does not seem to matter. Like they're they just because they've been fucking people around and like announcing uh, they announced like uh, DLC and then uh, free DLC, and then they started selling it, and like they just yeah they don't they don't care. Mm. Uh. It's it's pretty phenomenal, really. Like how often they just seem to get away with shit. Um, but this one, I don't know. It just feels particularly bad to turn off the official servers of the original game and force people to go across. I understand now. I haven't played Ark in literally years since it first came out, and I won't be going yeah. back. Um, but like. I understand that people mostly play on modded servers and like custom servers. People don't play on the official servers all that much anymore. But that is the onboarding experience for people to come into the custom server system. And so, yeah, people aren't going to find these custom servers if if they don't have that fucking pathway. If that pathway has been destroyed, it's just fucking... Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's bananas. And none yeah, you you have to rebuy all the DLC for this enhanced edition. It's not like you buy enhanced edition and you get all the DLC as well. You have to rebuy this shit like <laughs> or maybe no, sorry, the new price is I think you get the first DLC. I don't know, man. So you're still paying for it. You're still repaying for this shit. They're just they they're just fucking crazy. They don't give a single fuck about their community. They'll take whatever money they can get. Yeah. Um is this because of Vin Diesel? Did Vin Diesel do something? No. I think he's still all Arc 2. I don't know. Yeah. Bizarre. 
Yes. Absolutely bizarre. It's yeah. um, yeah. I mean that that that's like the kind of thing where you think about. I don't know. Like if 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 Valve was like, well, Counter Strike's doing really well. We're gonna kill Half Life, like back in the day. Like, so people can't buy Half Life anymore. Yeah. Like fuck it. Yeah. Oh, well, like. So, so the the whole thing for the enhanced edition is they're shifting it to Unreal Engine five, right? Yeah. Satisfactory's shifting to Unreal Engine five. Mm. That's just doing it. You still yeah. get it if you bought they're Satisfactory. Now you just get a better version of Satisfactory. Yeah. Uh, like I don't know, man. It's just fucking it's, weird. It's a type of thing where you you should be running those in parallel. And then being like, hey, you know, we're doing stuff over, and you slowly like ramp, yeah, you know, ramp down the content on the other game. I guess they're probably not updating much anymore anyway, but it's not the type of thing where you just shut, shut it off and you're like, all right, see ya. You need yeah. to switch. Um, no, that's that's silly, silly buggers. Mm. Um, all right, well, let's keep going on here uh last week we talked about the uh playstation handheld thing that was dropping while we were recording Mm. um i don't know i guess kind of now that we've had some more time to digest this thing um there's a few more things that have come out in in relation to it I, i guess like stuff uh talking about that this is scheduled to come out before the next playstation skew so whatever that playstation 5 pro looks like um so that is apparently in the pipeline somewhere but that is also separate to the other playstation 5 skew which is the one without the disc drive so at the moment there's two playstation 5 um skews that are going there's the one with the um uh, the disc you can ch- chuck your blu-rays in there you can watch movies or play games and then there's the digital version which doesn't come with any disc drive um the next skew has been rumored to be it will just be uh one unit so they're going down to just the one it'll have a removable disc drive so i'm assuming you either buy one or the other or like one of them you get the disc drive as a separate thing you buy at the store and so that saves costs on production and all that sort of stuff for them um so that'll be the next thing that sort of pops out for them assuming that'll be within the next couple of months probably around about e- uh, a june e3 yep. fake e3 time fake e3 uh, r.i.p uh hmm. and then whenever the uh next this playstation 5 pro thing is supposed to come out yep. um which is rumored to be next year at some point right uh, somewhere between those two devices is when this this handheld thing is going to come out. Right. Um, I don't know any any other lingering thoughts about this this handheld device and it potentially being tied to the PlayStation like system and it's not really have any it doesn't have any hardware attached to it. It's kind of just like a, a streaming thing. Or what are your thoughts on a PlayStation Five Pro even? I mean, uh, I think the Pro is probably a good idea uh do, do you think so yeah i think so uh okay like we're well the problem the problem the consoles have is sure. that the uh the leap in pc technology is significantly larger than what they would have expected 
right? If they were tracking it on a fucking chart, they would do they like we're fucking all the way up here you know, on PC now when we should have been probably like down here. And so the piece uh, play the consoles are getting like just out outpaced really fucking fast, faster than they should be. And so a pro variant would allow them the opportunity to sort of skip ahead and and catch up a little bit, like not significantly. Uh, yeah, because unless they switch to Nvidia, uh, they're still working from behind. Like the the largest leap is still on the forty series, but uh, yeah, it will allow them to close the gap a little bit and eke out a couple more years for this generation, which I think is probably important to them uh, because yeah, they can't they can't like wrap up the generation too early without yeah. people crying foul. Yeah. So th this pro is, I guess, reportedly uh, tied to performance for ray tracing, more or yeah. less. Yeah. Being able to better do that sort of stuff. Um, but at the same it'll, time, it'll like... Be, it'll be FSI improvements that aren't capable on the current console. Yeah. Yeah. But then you get into weird, weird places where you're now splitting the user base into three, right? Because you've got the PlayStation for audience which no. they're they're still catering to which is a fucking nightmare as it is insane like they've got to yeah. stop right like no offense if you've still got a, a playstation 4 but that yeah. generate like that generation's done right like it should be yeah like yeah it's it's awesome that you still get games hmm. but playstation 5 games have been crippled trying to cater to PlayStation 4 for too long uh, because it's it's literally, it's not a problem on PC, right? Like there isn't that kind of ubiquity in the hardware where they have to build it around something that just doesn't run. People just don't expect to be able to play games on a fucking, like a, a PC that is fucking what how, how old now like fucking 10 years old right like if if you were like oh yeah well why can't i play fucking blah blah on my fucking 10 year old pc my answer would be because your fucking pc is 10 years old you fucking lunatic right but trying to play games great. on your playstation 4 you're like what's going on yeah decades past is what's going on yeah and we're at the stage where these consoles aren't hard to get a hold of in terms of supply wise yeah, yeah. obviously they're still very flies. costly yeah yeah, yeah. playstation costly. just yeah. was it last last month i think they announced they're up to 32 million units um for the playstation 5 which is quite a significant jump um because yeah, that was you know mid last year we were looking at 20 around 20 million units so yeah. that christmas time um jumped up quite a bit and I, I I recall when we were looking at that, Xbox wasn't doing well. Like very minimal increase, maybe at all over that Christmas period. Right. Um, so like th this stuff is not hard to get a hold of now in terms of supply. It's yep. the uh, the the other factor of like when they're still limiting for the most part um, their audience by catering towards the past generation. Um, Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores will be a PlayStation 5 exclusive DLC 
which is, I guess, a good sign, maybe potentially going forward. Um, that also could be them just testing the water. Uh, traditionally, DLC doesn't sell well anyway. Um, you know, but for games like that, where they're single player focused games, um, so it's an interesting test for them to do it. And it seems like that the technology or the, the mechanics of that DLC is something that's it's more tied to the hardware. So we'll see it do some some more interesting stuff compared to what we saw in the original base game for that. Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully that's like a promising thing of, of PlayStation going forward and being like, all right, it's time to cut our first party yeah. um, titles and start focusing on this current gen. Yeah. But at the same time, that kind of sucks because now they're like talking about in the next, you know, 18 months, another SKU coming out, which is more powerful. And it's like, all right, well, cool. <laughs> We're doing this dance there. Meanwhile, like, Nintendo refuses to talk about about anything. The next one, no, no, because they want to sell that Zelda game. I want to sell that Zelda game. Oh, yeah, canned. Like, did I tell you I canned my Switch? Pre-order? Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. How are you gonna play it then? Uh, I'll find a way. I'll find a way. <laughs> Life finds a way. Life uh, uh, finds a way. Yeah, yeah, I went in, went in to cancel it because it didn't come with the fucking game. I was, I thought it came. With what? Yeah doesn't come with the game classic nintendo 550 dollars, and it doesn't come with the game and i'm like uh i walked walking at eb and i was like oh yeah so what's going on i'm like yeah i just want to cancel my pre-order on the uh on the on the switch the zelda Mm. switch he's like what why i'm like well it doesn't come with the game does it so you know what's the fucking point of it uh he's like well you could put ten dollars down and uh, on the game and and then you know pick that up when you come in, I might. I'd still have to pay. No, no, I'm not going more because they increased the price of the game as well, right? Because they're uh, like, oh, it's, oh shut I'm up. not. I'm not going to do that. He's like, oh, well, how are you going to play it then? I'm like, well, I've still got my old. I've got my OG Switch, so I'll just play it on that. But I thought the OLED would be nice, and thought it'd be a nice, you know, little little treat for myself. But I'm just not. I'm not paying five hundred and fifty fucking dollars and not getting a game. So. It's like, oh yeah, wow, oh, oh, fair enough. Um, okay, well, uh, did you did you want and you know try to sell me some yeah. other shit? I'm Do like, you want to trade in your PlayStation Five and you'll get it? <laughs> oh, you did know, say you could trade in your OG Switch and and get two hundred dollars towards the price uh, of the OLED one. I'm like, that sounds alright. Like, no man, I'm good. I'm fine. Thanks. You didn't tell us the, the Switch was fucked, did you? Uh, I did not mention. <laughs> uh. And uh, whatever you do, don't switch it on. It's don't, fine. Yeah, don't switch it on. Um, so, uh, yeah, goes through all of this. Anyway, uh, the kicker was uh, he's like, Well, I've got to give you this. And he gives me like an EB World level four card. Yeah. He's like, Because uh, canceling a pre order on a console doesn't get wiped through, uh, doesn't wipe your EB points. So, uh, technically, you skipped a level and went straight to EB World 4 with that purchase, right. even if you've refunded it. I'm like, wow, man, can I do like, can I just do that Three four more times? times? And like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, probably. I'm like, oh, I'm good. Anyway, see you later. Boop, you game the gamers. Away I go. But yeah, anyway, so uh, I'm going to have to, I don't know. When I come over to steal your rowing machine, I'll steal your Switch mm-hmm. as well and I'll play Zelda that way. Easy peasy. Okay. Well, Easy peasy. 
Yeah. Because um, you're never going to use it. You're never going to use a Switch. You're never going to use a rowing machine. Easy. I use my Switch. Oh, but you didn't mention the rowing machine. We've got him. Ladies no, and gentlemen, no. we fucking got him. Lawyered. Um, so, yeah, that's a long way of saying that the, uh, the, the PlayStation handheld thing and the PlayStation 5, I don't know, like... I, I I'm I want them to stop making first party games for that system. Yeah. For, for that old we're we're, we're probably going to be up to like 40 million units by the time you know Summer Games Fest rolls around and they'll be like hey, we've sold 40 million like that's a lot. Yep. That's a lot. It's not it's not like whatever the 120 plus million on PlayStation 4 but at some point like Yeah. There's got to be a reason to buy this hardware, and if you're gonna keep fucking over your, you know, the the, the people that are jumping there from day one, yeah, then it's not a good look. No, yeah. So I don't know, man. Anyway, all right. and I still think the handheld from it's, by all accounts is pointless. So yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, next up in the news, we got American McGee is l- leaving the industry, retiring from video games after Alice Asylum, which was uh, a sequel he was pitching to EA um, from the Alice series, was rejected by them. And yeah. so he's uh, he's taken off his boots and he stormed out of the office. Yeah. And he kept storming. He was like, "I'm fucking done." He's all the way gone. This shithole. Can't really fault him for this one. Uh, EA won't make another one they he reckons they went in with a full game design document yeah. game bible law bible fucking everything you could possibly want like 400 uh, pages or something, 400 right? pages the whole fucking bit went in presented it to them uh showed why it would be like should be a success they've got like a was it a patreon that is apparently doing quite well uh like yeah just fucking teed it up. People want this content. And then EA were like, no, uh, I don't think we're going to make that. And then so he went with, well, can we license the Alice brand or mm. buy the license or can we do something? And they're like, no, it's too important a franchise to EA. <laughs> So we can't allow you to do that either. And so it's too important for them to allow him to license it and make a fucking game out of it. And uh, it's not important enough for them to make a fucking game out of it. So, uh, yeah, can't really fault him for fucking hanging up his boots. Uh, It's kind of cooked. It's a fucking cooked situation. Mm. Uh, I feel bad for him. That sucks. Yeah. He's clearly very passionate and uh, very passionate about this game uh this franchise i never really never really clicked for me but uh yeah it very obviously clicked for a lot of people and yeah so i don't know it's a shame it sucks yeah yeah we we met him like 12 years ago or something yeah um for alice uh madness returns the sequel when EA published that, um, yeah, at a bar in Sydney, we went to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like he's living in. Is he living in Australia? It in signs Queensland, off at the end of that yeah. thing. Queensland, yeah. There you go. Because uh, he was in, he was I think in China, China or 
somewhere like that when when this other game was being made um yeah because he was visiting from from overseas uh so yeah i mean that sucks that he's had to do that i don't know maybe he'll chill for a bit and and f- do his own patreon thing that doesn't involve that that series and it just makes something else um yeah maybe just needs to cool off a little we'll see but at yeah. the same time he said he wants to spend time with his family so maybe he's done make his own games in the back back background something a bit small scale yep um anyway anyway last piece of news here we got uh, some diablo stuff this is a combination of two different things um basically uh i guess the the bigger or there's two no they're both big news uh diablo 3 will be ending seasons going forward after diablo 4 is released yep. um so every couple of months they roll out a new season um those seasons so have we were talking about earlier yeah different stuff you can obtain all that yep. sort of fun stuff um different pieces of content and they've been going for a really long time now uh they'll be ending that once diablo 4 um, rolls around and the seasons going forward from then will be uh, like regurgitating what they've done in the past they'll sort of be picking from past seasons and just rehashing them and you'll be able to replay those previous seasons um, and so going over to Diablo 4 uh, they this came from a, a Game Informer cover story mm-hmm. um, that dropped I think yesterday yeah. um, but but GameSpot was, was kind enough to subscribe to that i guess and write up a nice <laughs> news post about it yep. um yeah so basically Diablo 4 will be getting new co- new story content every three months um to keep players engaged apart from the ones that'll be doing like the seasonal content and all that sort of thing um it, it's an interesting way like this is something that they've been doing a lot in like uh, uh world of warcraft i guess um where every couple of months new new story content comes out yep. new quests you can go and do all that sort of stuff um it, it, does that sound like a bit more engaging for you as somebody that that gets in, invested in Diablo games or is it more a case of like i just want to do the season stuff and i reckon make numbers go up you and me uh maybe don't engage with these games the same way other people do right mm. so it's hard to tell it's hard for me to tell whether yeah. or not this would be a good thing for me it's definitely not a good thing i do not Mm -hmm. it doesn't sound like something i would want but uh yeah i am aware that in general uh we have uh i don't know we've got a fucking system where either we stick stick it out with the game for i don't know fucking 18 months and we won't shut the fuck up about it or <laughs> or out the next one next <laughs> next week yeah. yeah seven days later we're out to you yeah uh like unless unless i have to make some corrections to some wild uh shit that i attempt to say but uh but yeah like yeah so i don't i don't know if it necessarily matters mm. but uh I, yeah i'll play a fuck ton of Diablo 4 based on the Based on the beta, I'll play a fuck ton of it, and then uh, I will move on. I will leave, uh, and I doubt it. It's it sort of just strikes me like episodes, right? Like Hitman episodes. I didn't want to play Hitman One as an episodic game. I wanted to play it when it was all fucking out, and all I did, it. and I loved it. Yeah, it you was great. Netflix, right? 
when, like the Netflix thing where they're like fucking bam they're all out right right you watch it what if you yeah. drag, like drop in uh, Christmas and you you know you get four episodes of Diablo the new Diablo chapter right that that seems like it'd be the way to do it right like yeah you drop in once a year and you just get a fuck ton of content mm. uh, yeah that seems like probably the best way to do it unless there's some compelling reason to fucking stay uh, so yeah that's and the other thing is I've never found this like the cutscenes the fucking cutscenes are fucking amazing and the voice Which, acting yeah. is generally great but uh I've never found the story to be all that compelling in fucking Diablo. I don't need to fucking reason to go into some fucking some dungeon to chop some shit. I'm I'm here to I'm doing it for the chopping. I'm not doing it for the fucking your reasons, right? Like yappity yappity yappity. I don't care, right? Just like yeah. when do I get to the fireworks factory? You know. Yeah. So. Um. When you talked, when you just mentioned the uh, the you know the voice acting is really good. Did you say that, or I'm making that up? I did. Say um, Diablo Four Beta, the first guy you run into, mm. you find him in the the cabin in the uh, in the oh, snow, yeah. and then you go off and you take him up to the town. That dude's got a fucking voice on him, oh, like yeah. yeah. As someone who played that thing like <laughs> eighteen times, I was like, this dude's fucking, he's amazing. <laughs> Yeah. He's got a great voice. He does have a good voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm super interested to see what they do with this story content. They talked about how they want to pump out some of these expansion packs as well. Um, obviously, Diablo 3 had the one, which was really good. Mm. Uh, and so, uh, on top of that, you know, the story content, there's a ton of end game content as well that they, they sort of showed off and. You know how the Paragon system works, and there's like this fucking board that you rotate. Did you see this stuff? No, it's, it's wild. Um, yeah, it just sounds like that end game stuff is going to be really compelling. I hope right. so. Very meaty game, cool. Um, which is going to take up a lot of my time. I feel like. Ooh. All right, that's uh, the news this week. Do we have any questions to? Uh, check we out? did. I think I clicked the questions by earlier in the week, but I'm pretty sure we did have one. Okay. Uh, usually I can only tell if there's a fucking notification on my Discord. It tells me. Oh. I yep. leave it there. Uh, but I clicked the channel by accident. I clicked away, so I didn't read it. But anyway. Uh, Fridge Monster Man writes, Hi, Luke. Hi, Job. Uh, first of all, I think that should be hi, Job. Hi, Luke. Thank you. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Zelda timeline? Are the people who get into the Zelda timeline theories indulging in a bit of conspiracy board shit or are they onto something? Personally, I don't think the games are forming an interconnected timeline and references to previous games are what happens when the same people make variations on the same game for 38 odd years. Uh, you end up with a deep creative well to draw from. What do you think, Luke? Uh, are all the Zelda games connected on one immense uh tapestry does the wheel of time turn and the seasons change and uh men the, Z- the zelda verse yeah with uh yeah i don't know man like it's people get deep into that stuff yep as uh ffm has said mm. um and i don't know i just kind of see it as wave nintendo just tells a bad bad stories in those games anyway like they're just so uninteresting 
Talk, tell me the story. What's the story of Zelda? I'll tell you what, one. right? I'll tell you what. Fucking 30 seconds ago, I said I didn't give a fuck about the, re- uh, the story in Diablo. Mm. Like, holy shit, <laughs> oceans. There are oceans of difference between how much I give a fuck about the story in Diablo yeah, take compared it back. to Zelda. Holy fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've grossly undersold this. Uh, yeah. Um, especially Breath of the Wild. Where the voice acting was fucking terrible and uh, everything in it Link, just didn't matter. Please come to the Link, castle. The Blood Moon. Are you? Is that? Are you serious? That they didn't get her to do another take. They didn't get her to try that one again. Good God! It sounds like she's making fun. Fucking hell! Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, probably not the right person to ask uh i do like the idea of an inter- uh, deeply interconnected uh storyline and i do love lore deep dives like you know farty video with uh elden ring and and the souls games and stuff uh yeah. and i have watched uh some videos uh cam the former editor of ign australia recommended a video that made a fairly compelling argument for linking all the Zelda universes. Uh, or he didn't make the, the, the argument. He linked me linking to a video. Linking all Link universes. Yeah, I said Link too many times. Um, <laughs> but yeah, showed me a video. Uh, hmm. And it was a good watch, right? Like, I just think, because at the end of the day, what you're really watching is, is people who are passionate enough to really deep dive on some shit, you know? So... Uh, if they can present it in a vaguely entertaining way, then I'll generally watch it um, and and get something out of it. But uh, as to whether or not I care, I don't. Uh, yeah. Like why why uh, why is there a world on top of the world in tears of the kingdom? I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Just let me fucking play it already on the Switch I have that does on Luke's Switch that he's not using. Do you think there's going to be another Blood Moon? Oh, definitely. There's definitely going to be a, another Blood Moon. Uh, that's their that's their primary mechanic for oh. for bringing shit back, right? I fucking hate that. I hate it so much. Oh. They're like, you know what? We can't bring back your weapons, but we can bring back everything else. <laughs> like, oh, okay, fair enough. You wouldn't have to bring back everything else if you just didn't make my fucking weapons break all the time. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't need to go fucking walloping on some stupid little shithead who's just trying to have a snooze in his little shithole hobgoblin vo- village if you didn't mm. break my fucking weapons all the time. Yeah. Go on fucking... Oh, but now you can combine a stick with a rock and make it yeah. stick rock. Stick know. rock. Fuck Yeah. What about rock stick? Can you make a rock stick? I didn't see them try. Combine two rocks no, with a stick. How would just it, like a like a penis? Like a, no, like a I'm weight lift. Like a- oh no, <laughs> at the bottom you got the two balls and then you got oh, your right. stick. Like, a, you, like a, a little link. Wield it and then you run it. Oh, big link at the right. Bokoblins and they're like, "What? No, why? What? Get the fuck out of here!" And like just it's run a kid game. Like yeah, yeah. Give them the old link. Yeah. Like a sausage link? That was a pun. Mm. 
I'm wasted on this show. God damn it. All right, moving on. Thanks for the question, FMM. Good yeah. stuff. All right, there you go. Uh, anything you want to plug for this week? Give a shout uh, out to. What are you working on? No. Uh, you know what? <laughs> go and read my book, Do Not Kill, on Amazon. And, yeah, uh, and the other point. thing is, uh, don't watch 65. Uh, I watched 65 on the weekend and I had regrets. I thought it would be good, but I was wrong. We all make mistakes. I'm not infallible, even yeah. though I give off the air of being infallible. And that one was a mistake. Good God. Was it worse than Jurassic World 3 or whatever the, the last not. thing was? Absolutely not. Dominion Kingdom or I don't know. Uh, no. If, if you put me in a room pointed a gun at me, put me in a room and said I had to watch 65 or Jurassic World Dominion. I would chew my own tongue off and try to drown in my own blood. That would be my solution. Uh, but if I can do it, I'd, I'd be like, uh, okay, because my tongue yeah. is damaged. What about you, Luke? What do you got? How is it we're a video game podcast? We haven't seen the, the biggest video game movie ever released. Were you, were you going to go out on Easter fucking weekend and go and watch the fucking Mario movie? Uh, It'd be you and 400 children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a fucking nightmare. It absolutely sounds or like, like 430 year olds that love Mario. Right. Right. <laughs> the reactions to the reviews for that has just been oh, so oh polarizing. God. All the critics are like, it's not very good. And all the Mario fans are like, it's the greatest thing ever made. And like, what? Yeah. What? But, but these are the same... This is the same group that sent people death threats because Zelda didn't get uh, a 9.5 or something. So, hmm. like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh-oh. Uh, but, uh, yeah. I think once the Easter holiday is over... Yeah. I will go during the fucking day to see this ah. or I'll wait for it to hit streaming. I don't <laughs> it doesn't strike me a as a film that that I need to see in the cinema. You what know? about 4DX? Oh, now you're talking my language. Now yeah. I'm in. I'm back in. Let's go. Yeah. Uh yeah. Yep. I uh I, I did watch Tetris though on the weekend. Oh, there you go. Video yep. game movie. Nice. Uh, Taron Edgerton. Ed Taron Edgerton. Yep, that's like his name. Easy. He can he can act. Yeah. T turns out he can act. Turns out he can act. No, I said that last week. I know. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really good. It's uh definitely. I don't. I don't know how spiced up it is in terms of what happened in real life, but it's it's pretty spicy. <laughs> it's pretty spicy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. So that's that's on uh, Apple TV. Taron Edgerton, Tetris. Go check it out. Right. Um, otherwise, there you go. That's it for this week. That's the uh, the show. You can find us on iTunes, Android, anywhere you get your podcast from. Uh, mm. You can search for the Gap with the GA Podcast. Will come up. If you have store. a moment, please. No, we're not on the Windows Store. I don't know. Uh, rate and review the show. Helps other people find us on the internet. Uh, you can also go to our Discord page, thegapodcast.com/slash Discord. It'll take you to our channel you can talk about video games movies books tvs cooking uh anything you're into yep. drop it in there and we'll have, we'll have a chat um get your beta codes drew dr e3 money just hand them out to everyone right dr ubisoft 
I think they call Talk him. Talk to Ubisoft. Drew Ubisoft. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, I guess uh, if you listen to this, jump in there over the weekend for some X yep. Defiant. Yep. We'll uh, see what's going on with that one. Um, uh, you can also go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all our previous episodes as well as anything else we decide to drop in there uh, and our social media pages that's all up on that site uh, it's all thanks to our patreon members if you want to help support the show you can go to patreon.com slash the ga podcast um, and you can become a uh, recurring member get the podcast a little bit earlier when we don't have an embargo like this one like this uh, it'll still go up a little bit earlier for you people um, everyone what else mean you pro- for you patreon people hmm. yeah everyone else probably get about uh, 12 hours ish later Ooh, give them a head start damn yeah um but yes thank you to everyone that does that thank we you so appreciate much. the support we do uh and there you go that is the uh, podcast job for this week next week we've got uh i don't know can we say what it is i can't i don't even remember probably not i can't remember mm. maybe we got a game we can talk about the big week. game coming out next week yeah later. <laughs> we um, can talk about that <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Sherlock Holmes? It's out. The, I, did that got delayed or something? No? No, it's out. It's out. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you, did you grab it? I haven't grabbed it yet, but okay. I shall. 60 fucking dollars. Oh, God. Mm. I shall attempt to get a code. <laughs> mm. Um. But yes, uh, and mm. I'll try to finish Tron Identity. Survivor comes up when I uh, search for it and uh, 7.5 over there. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, IGN just reviewed it five hours ago. Ah. And, uh, you know, as we do here, we look at the scores because that's what's most important. They got a five. Tristan. Tristan reviewed it. Gave it a five. Didn't like it. Five out of ten. Oh, no. Oh, no. I like Tristan. Not enough shooting. His opinions are usually pretty good. Yeah. We're pretty close. We align. Uh Uh-oh. Uh oh. Now I have to read that review. Anyway. Yep. yep. Uh, that's it. That's the podcast. Good stuff. There you go. Catch you yeah. next week. Stay safe. See you next See Tuesday, you next as they say. No, Wednesday. Ah. Uh.